Well, if you have your Bibles, would you turn to John chapter 13? John chapter 13. And in this chapter, we read the story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. And we're not going to read the whole story, but I've condensed uh, some of the verses here so that we can focus on the part that I'll be using. So John chapter 13, and we will start from verse 3. And if you are able to, would you please stand as we read God's word? John 13, starting at verse 3. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around them. Verse 12. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your house. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to serve you, to worship you, to hear from you. And indeed, God, we pray that you would open up our minds and our hearts to hear from you. We pray that you would speak to us, that you would challenge our thinking, and that, Lord, you would help us to be obedient as your spirit leads. And so we commit this time into your hands, and we ask your Holy Spirit to lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Feel free to be seated. Jesus and his disciples were gathered together for the Last Supper before his journey to the cross. And Jesus decided to use this opportunity that he had with all of his disciples to teach them a very valuable lesson about serving others. To serve others means that we are doing something primarily for the benefit and goodwill of another person or group of people. That's what that means. To serve others just basically means that we are helping someone else or another group of people not expecting anything in return for it. God calls us to serve. He calls us to do as he has done. And in this example that Jesus gives us, he washes his disciples' feet. But he's not saying to go and literally wash someone's feet. But he's saying to use the example of serving other people as well. To serve means that we are being selfless instead of selfish. That's what that means that we are being selfless. And I want to also be clear about um, what serving doesn't mean. Serving doesn't mean to be someone's slave or to be taken advantage of, just so we're clear. But it means that we do all that we can with what we can, 
all the times that we can. It means that we go and we try to be more and more like Jesus every day. Jesus wrapped a towel around his waist as a servant would do. He wrapped the towel around his waist and he washed and dried the disciples' feet. Now, you may have read this story before and it might not necessarily strike you as anything interesting or new. But I want you to understand that this, the person who washed the feet, was a servant's job, and it was actually the low, lowest position of, of a, a servant, and, and they would be the ones to do it. But by Jesus doing this, he showed that there was nothing that he was not willing to do for us and for his disciples. And when we understand that the God of all creation, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who spoke creation into being, the one who was and is and forever will be, the one who is bigger and greater and more powerful than our minds will ever be able to comprehend, was willing to wash the disciples' feet. When we understand that God himself was willing to do that, he tells us to go and do likewise. He tells us to also go and serve other people. He took that position of a servant to demonstrate to his disciples that serving others does not change who we are in Christ. Serving others doesn't change who we are as a person. Serving others does not make us any less. You see, Jesus was confident in who he was and is, and he didn't allow serving others to change that or to make him feel any less of a person or any less important. And there may be some instances in life where a person may not necessarily want to do a certain job because there's no status. There's no influence in it. It's not prestigious or glamorous. It, it's not something that you want to boast about or tell all your friends. But sometimes, my friends, we need to do what we need to do. And serving others does not change who we are or our position in Christ. And you may feel, maybe you feel that way. Maybe you feel even the job that you're in right now is not what you wanted to do in life. Maybe you feel that the things that you are having to do right now are not necessarily things that you wanted to do or should be doing or want to spend your time doing. The simple truth is sometimes we can fall into this mentality of, I shouldn't have to do this. I'm too smart, I'm too good for this, I'm too educated, I'm too rich. You know, I shouldn't have to go and do this. But Jesus tells us that in serving and helping others and sometimes doing things we don't want to do does not change who we are as a person. It doesn't change our position in Christ. You see, if I take a valuable item and I put it in a garbage bag... It doesn't change the value of the item, right? The value is still there. The item is still just as valuable as it was before it was put there. Your value in God's eyes does not change based on what you do or don't do 
Isn't that wonderful? That our value to God doesn't change. When you are his child, when we are his child, we can be confident in our position in him and we can still help others. Amen? Sure, there are some jobs that may not necessarily be as glamorous, but someone has to do them, right? Someone has to do them, and we should never feel that we are too good to do something or that if someone else is doing it, that we are better than them in any way. We should never feel that we are better than anyone else who may do a job that we may not necessarily want to do. Your value as a person doesn't change in God's eyes. My friends, whether you are a cook at a restaurant or the CEO of a company, you are the same in God's eyes. He values us just as much. When we are God's, no matter what kind of job we have, no matter what we may get paid or what others may say about us, it doesn't change that we are children of the King. When we are secure in our relationship with God, we can know that we can serve others because that is what God wants. That is what he has called us to do, and we don't have to worry about feeling any less of a person. In Matthew chapter 23, verses 11 and 12, it says, the greatest among you must be a servant, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. May we constantly strive to have a heart of serving, a heart of helping, looking for ways that we can do that, knowing that God sees and he knows and he blesses. So Jesus didn't just talk about helping or what needed to be done, but the scripture talks about him actually getting up, putting on the towel, taking the water, and going and washing the disciples' feet. You see, Jesus not only talked the talk, but he walked the talk. And he also wants us to do likewise as well. Don't just talk about helping, do it. Don't just talk about what you could do or what you would do or even what you should do, but go and do it. Go and do it. We can fall into the habit of making promises or saying that we'll help with this or commit to that or, you know, we'll get around to this. And sometimes we just don't necessarily get around to it. Sometimes we forget about it. But Jesus says to go and to do it. My friends, we need to put our faith into action. We need to do what we believe because we can't just say that we believe in something but yet don't do anything about it. We need to put our faith into action and continue to live out the kind of life that God desires us to live. It's easy to believe in something but it's difficult to actually put that belief into action. Jesus calls us to do just that, to serve his people. And remember this, he says that whatever you do for the least of these, you do for him.
Whatever we do for the least of these, we do for him. Sometimes we can wonder, you know, why should I bother doing this? Or why should I bother helping those people? They don't care. They haven't even said thank you or they don't appreciate it or whatnot. You see, yes, I understand, you know, there is value in thanking. But understand that we are not serving other people for a thank you. We are serving them so that God will bless us. He will see what we have done and he knows our hearts. God knows and he is able to bless us more than any human being ever will be able to. Whatever we do to the least of these, we do for him. So if you really want to serve God, the best way is to serve others, to help others and do for them what you can. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 says, whatever you do, whatever you do, do it well. Whatever you do, give it 100%. Whatever you do, do it with all your might. Whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. Do it well. So how can we help serve other people? How can we help and be a blessing to other people? Well, there are many different ways. Feed the hungry. Help those who may not necessarily have a meal. If you're able to provide a meal for them or, or buy a sandwich or make something for them, feed the hungry. Give someone a ride who may not necessarily have a car or, you know, uh, needs a ride to an appointment or to church or somewhere else. Pick up some extra groceries for someone who doesn't have a car. You know, for, for those of us who do have a car, we can often take for granted, you know, when we go grocery shopping and we buy a case of water, Right? Something as simple as that for someone who doesn't have a vehicle, keeping in mind and picking up something that they may not necessarily be able to carry on their own. Help someone with the skills and knowledge you have been blessed with. And what I may be referring to is, well, there are different skills that we all have, but especially if you have, for example, um, a skill of fixing something or building someone, something or, you know, handyman skills, and, and there is someone who you know could benefit or needs help that doesn't have that skill or doesn't have the money to pay someone to do that, you can be a blessing. You can serve them by helping and, and reaching out and spending some time to do that. Take time to mentor and to teach a younger person. That's serving, helping to teach them, helping to, to train them and, and to mentor them. Help cut your elderly neighbor's grass or shovel their snow. That's a very practical way. If you're out cutting your grass anyways or shoveling your snow, if you're able to help your elderly neighbor or your neighbor in general, that is a way that we can serve. Show up and help in the ministry that you have volunteered for. That is a great way for us to serve others, to help in the ministry that we have committed to and volunteered for. If you make a promise, keep it. That is helping others. That is serving others. If you broke something that someone lent you, fix it. 
replace it. That is helping and serving others. You see, serving others does not necessarily always mean giving money. It means giving of our time and our resources and our talents. It means putting others' needs first and being mindful of the needs around us. Serving and helping others can simply mean picking up the phone and calling someone that you haven't seen in a long time. It can simply mean just checking in on someone or sending them a note of encouragement Simply serving others is something that God wants us to practice in our everyday life. He wants us to reach out and to be a blessing. And when we are a blessing to other people, then they are more willing to hear about the God that we serve. They are more willing to see the kind of life that we are living because we have given them a glimpse of the God that we serve by serving them and helping them according to their need. Sometimes serving others and helping others will require us to be inconvenienced. And that's the simple truth. Sometimes it requires us to be inconvenienced and at times we may need to go out of our way to do something for someone else. And even when there's nothing in it for us. And you may wonder or even ask yourself, why would I do that? right? Why would I go out of my way for someone else and maybe even someone I don't even know very well or know at all? Why would I even want to do that? My friends, may we always have that in the back of our minds that Jesus Christ inconvenienced himself for us. He went out of his way for us when we were in our sin, even when there was nothing in it for him. Jesus did it, and he says to do likewise. He has done it so that we can see and we can serve others. In verse 17 of, of this passage, it says, Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Now that you know these things, you see, if we know better, then we ought to do better. If we can help, then we should help. And there's a special blessing for those who choose to help, for those who choose to be obedient and follow through with what God has asked and required of them. And I'm encouraged in verses like 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, when it says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain. My friends, our labor is not in vain. Even when no one else may see the service that we give, they may not see the times that we help, they may not see when we're doing things behind the scenes for others, God sees and he will bless and reward. Our labor in the Lord is not in vain. So Jesus taught that we are to serve others, but not only did he teach this truth, but he set the example for us by first doing it himself. Do you see that? That God not only told us what to do, but he set the example in everything that he did, and especially when it comes to serving others, he did it first. People want to know that we're willing to walk the talk. 
meaning that we are willing to do what it is that we have asked of them. And in order for us to show that, we must set the example first. We must do and set the example for others by the way we live, by the things we do, by our actions and the things that we say. We are to show an example to everyone around us. And I also want to point out that children and grandchildren are so impressionable. And they look to us for examples. They look to us to learn, and they often copy the behaviors and the patterns that they see. You know that? They will say things that you've said because they've heard it. They'll do things that you've done because they've seen it. And it's important that we set a good example to our children and our grandchildren, that we set an example, that we teach others to serve by setting an example for them. So how can you set an example, especially for your children and grandchildren? Well, if you're teaching them that they should eat their vegetables, then you need to eat them too, right? If you're teaching them that they need to spend money wisely, then you need to spend your money wisely too. If you're teaching them not to swear or use bad words, guess what? You need to watch what you're saying and watch how you're speaking. If you're teaching them that lying is wrong, then you need to make sure that you're telling the truth, right? If you're teaching them to put God first, then you need to make sure that God is first in your life. You see, my friends, we cannot teach someone something and expect them to do it when we ourselves are not first doing it and setting the example. So we need to set the example for others to follow. Children, grandchildren, spouses, uh, our family members, our coworkers, those are who are our neighbors, our friends, our family. We need to set an example for them to follow so that we can say that we've done it, that we're not willing to ask something of someone when we ourselves are not willing to do it. The best thing that we can do is to set the example. As we live in a time of uh, instant gratification and self-indulgence that everyone seems to want to be part of, it's more important than ever that we set the example of helping and serving others, helping to meet the needs of other people. And guess what? If you want to make sure that your children are getting that good example, it starts when they're young. It starts when they're young to start setting that example for them. Parents, here's something I also want to say. Don't do everything for your children. Don't do everything for them. Teach them to take care of themselves and also to help take care of others as well. By you doing everything for them all the time, it doesn't teach them those independent skills. It doesn't teach them to be an independent person, but they need to learn those skills from when they are young, and they also need to learn the value of helping and serving others. Amen? There are many jobs in our society that often go unappreciated 
and at times maybe even looked down upon. And I think that we need to change and shift that mindset. When we see people in a job or a career that we ourselves may not necessarily want to do or may not seem very glamorous or uh, rewarding, we need to understand that someone needs to do them, right? And we also need to understand that there is value in the people that do them and that people who do certain jobs or careers are more than just their jobs, they are people too. They are more than just the job that they are doing. They are human beings who need to be shown love and respect and, and to, to be treated well as well. And there are, yes, go ahead, give them. That's right. When we set the example of showing respect to other people, we set the example for those around us whether they're our own family members, whether they're people that are just shoppers or customers around that, we set the example. And regardless of a person's skin color, regardless of their language, regardless of their job, education, and even their religion, they deserve to be treated with honor and respect. Some jobs that may ne not necessarily um, be appreciated as much as they should are jobs such as garbage collectors, food servers, those who serve us in restaurants, security guards, caretakers or janitors, bus or truck drivers, personal support workers, cashiers, fast food workers, those who stock the shelves at stores or grocery stores, mail or delivery drivers, and the list can go on and on. You see, my friends, there are certain people who may not necessarily be paid large, huge amounts, but when we think about the essential services that they provide, we see how much we need them, and we need someone to do those jobs. COVID, through the height of the pandemic, when everything was shut down, I think it has given us a new appreciation for such people, and I think they deserve a round of applause. Thank you for those of you who serve in different ways. Whether it is seen or unseen, Thank you for your ministry. Thank you for your service in our church, in our community. Many of you who volunteer at hospitals or in different food banks or places, God bless you for what you are doing. And often it may go unseen because it's behind the scenes, but may you remember that you are setting an example and that God sees your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Thank you. Jesus set this example for us, and if Jesus can serve us, then certainly we can learn to serve others too. If he, Jesus, God of all creation, could serve us, then we can serve others too. He teaches us to be a, a leader, and in order for us to be a leader, we must first learn to serve. We must first learn to serve. The Bible commentator writes, Jesus was the model servant, and he showed his servant attitude to his disciples. If he, 
God in the flesh is willing to serve. We, his followers, must also be servants to serve in any way that glorifies God. We must be willing to serve others as well. The question is, are you willing to follow Christ's example? Are you willing to serve others? Are you willing to look for ways and opportunities in your everyday life where you can help, where you can be a blessing, where you can go out of your way and help others? Well, there's so many opportunities that present themselves constantly around us, and we need to be aware and open to looking at those opportunities. If there's a new worker at your workplace, don't just ignore them and expect that someone else will show them the ropes and teach them what they need. Go and help them and answer questions, see if they're okay, do for them what they need, and remember that you started one day as well, and, and you would have appreciated someone to help you. If there's a new student at your school, be kind and befriend them, invite them to sit with you at lunch or to hang out with your friends, introduce them to other people. Help them, especially when they're new and maybe even new to the country, new to the city. If there's a single mom or dad at your child's school, befriend them, talk with them, ask them if there's anything that you can help with and maybe give advice, whatever it may be. Learn to look for ways that you can be a blessing to others. Serving others means just that looking for ways that we can be a blessing to someone and share the love of Christ with them. In Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. That is why Jesus came. A couple weeks ago, I went out with a few of my friends to celebrate one of my girlfriend's birthdays. And so she had a dinner, and there was five of us there, and uh, we had, you know, a great night and a great service. And at the end of the night, when we were leaving the restaurant, I saw the manager at the front door. And so I took the opportunity to tell him what a great server we had. She was excellent. She was attentive. She gave suggestions. She constantly came and checked on us despite the restaurant being busy. It was just great service and a great experience overall. And I know that oftentimes people go out of their way to complain about service, but sometimes we need to go out of our way to congratulate and to commend other people, right? and to encourage them, especially when we get great service. So of course, the manager was happy to hear that we had a great experience, that it was wonderful, and that our server did well. And so he asks me a question that for some reason, I guess, I just wasn't prepared for. He says, and who was your server? And so I thought, that's a great question. I mean, I know what she looks like, right? And I guess I could describe her to, to you, but she told us her name at the beginning, but it didn't, it didn't uh, register in my mind to, to make note of that, right? To me, I guess it was one of those insignificant details that I thought I wouldn't need and didn't matter. To me, her name didn't matter. It didn't matter what her name was, who our server was. Once we were getting good service was all I was concerned about, right? So when he asked me what her name was, I couldn't answer that question. 
My friends, Jesus Christ, the greatest server for us, has come to serve us. He has come to save us. He has come to help us. And my question to you is, do you know him? Do you know our server? Do you know the one who has gone out of his way, who has inconvenienced himself, who has done for us what no one else was willing or able to do? Do you know the greatest server of them all? Because he wants us to know him. He wants us to get to know him. He wants us to understand that he has come down. God in the flesh has stepped down from heaven to earth. He came and he rolled up his sleeves to serve each and every one of us. And he wants us to know him. Do you know your server? And if you don't, then today could be the day that you get to know your server, that you get to know him because he wants us to take the time to do that. You see, he's more than just a servant. He is God Almighty, and he wants us to know him. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that, God, indeed, you are the greatest server of all time. You are the one who has come to our rescue. You are the one that when we were down and caught in our transgressions and our sins, you came at just the right time so that you could serve us by ultimately going to the cross and dying on the cross for our sins. And we thank you that in you we find forgiveness. In you we find eternal life and salvation. In you we find a second and third, fourth, fifth, seventieth, hundredth chance. And we thank you, O oh God, that you didn't give up on us, that even when there was nothing in it for you, you went out of your way. And so, God, we pray that you would help us, help us to follow the example that you have set so that we can in turn set that example for others to follow as well. We pray that, Lord, you would help us to have the right mindset and attitude as we serve other people. We pray that you would help us to be a blessing in our everyday lives in simply just sharing your love and, and who you are with other people. May you indeed open up our eyes and, and our minds to around us the situations that present themselves for us to be able to bless and help others. And so God, as we give from what you have blessed us with, we pray that you would replenish, that you would help uh, us to be filled and our cup runneth over. We pray that you would continue to provide for all of our needs. And so Lord, may you indeed bless us even when others may not thank us, even when may others may not see our efforts, we thank you that our labor in you is not in vain. And you bless, you see, and you will reward. And so God, we thank you for all that you have done to serve us. And we pray that we would never look down on others, oh God, as they serve us and as we serve them. And so we give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you praise. May you bless your people. And may you help us day by day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.